welcome to Divine Light with Tiffany, where we will break down the many chapters in the Bible and discuss what they mean to us and how they apply to our lives. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to all my divine sisters and brothers in Christ. I am so thankful you could join me today. So the burning question for today's episode is, if I am a child of God, does that mean I shouldn't curse? I mean, sometimes I get angry and God understands that, right? Well, let's talk about it. We're going to be starting from the book of James chapter 3 verses 3 through 7 and verses 9 through 11 from the NIV version. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example Although they are large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? I tell you, my sisters and brothers, it surely can not. Isn't it funny that we can tame all kinds of animals but struggle the most with taming our own tongues? Even if you're not someone who curses that much, We can still sometimes say things to one another and especially our loved ones that are just as lethal, painful, and hurtful. Trust me, my brothers and sisters, I am not above this struggle. Lord knows I have fallen short of this, of his glory many a times when it comes to this very subject. And Lord knows we are not going to be perfect. But I encourage you to stop and think the next time you are angry, the next time you are upset or even hurt. 
to think about the fire that may be about to come from your mouth and what lasting impacts it could potentially have on the one you are aiming your flamethrower at. In Proverbs chapter 18 verses 20 through 21, it says a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You know, the thing that I find most interesting is that more often than not, we will speak to a stranger or someone we barely know more kindly than we will sometimes speak to our own family. For all my parents out there, what do you do when you're about to take your kid in the store or take them over a friend's house for a play date or a sleepover? We give them that quick reminder speech, right? You better be good, you better listen, and don't go in here acting like you have no home training. And please don't let mommy have to come back and get you because you're not behaving. But why? Why do we say these things? Yes, because of course we want our child to be on their best behavior, but mostly because it's a reflection of us. If our child goes somewhere being rude, jumping on the couches, doing all sorts of crazy things, what's the first thing that uh, people say? I mean, they're going to say, well, what have your parents been teaching you? Or when you see some kids in the store running around, screaming, touching everything, doing the most, what's the first thing that you think? And what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, Where are these kids' parents? And why are they letting them just act all crazy (laughs) right so you may say well what does this really have to do with the things that I say well as children of God my sisters and brothers we represent our father every time we open our mouths we represent him with our actions and really with everything that we do but most importantly with our words In Proverbs chapter 17, verses 28, it says, Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise, and he that shutteth shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. So, first and foremost, I say, take this message as a message given to you. Don't hear this message and say, mm-hmm. did you hear that over there? Did you get that kids? Did you get that husband? No. Look at yourself first and say, hmm, did I get that? Do I understand what this message means? Am I representing my father God when I talk? So I implore you, my sisters and brothers, and downright challenge you, the next time someone cuts you off in traffic, or your significant others, or even your kids do something to downright just piss you off, 
try still talking to them in love. I'm not saying to not be upset, but to not say hurtful things out of anger. The most powerful weapon we have can be used for life or death. And to be a child of God is learning to tame and discipline our own tongue. And remember the power that is in our words. I never said it would be easy, but as it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So with that, remember this, my sisters and brothers. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. So as it says in Matthew chapters, uh, chapter 5 verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And with that, my sisters and brothers, I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for joining me. And I just want you to know that God loves you and so do I. Have a blessed week ahead. And until next time, until we meet again, let the divine light shine in you.